we hyper focus in on underrepresented communities or majority minority communities. And I'm excited that people will come here and get to see these stories about misdiagnosis, about navigating the healthcare system overall, about how they've made decisions generationally. And hopefully industry understands that we have enough people here that they're forced to listen. Hey everyone, it's Megan and you're listening to a Better Product original series. So far in our health tech series, we've looked at products that address specific health outcomes. We've talked about the importance of hormonal health, metabolism, and solving neurological conditions like migraines. But what do you do when you're in a group that isn't being represented in the wider healthcare industry? That's been the unjust reality for millions of Black individuals across generations. So Tiffany Whitlow, co-founder and chief development officer at Acclinate, wanted to find a solution to an urgent problem. Tiffany and her team launched a product this year, now included, a platform for people to share stories about health disparities that are too often absent from public conversations. When I go online and I look and I try to find someone with a similar story, there is nowhere. So pretty early on, we met with um, some of the investors in WebMD. They were very honest with us to say WebMD was founded with really white data. We didn't have black data. So that's why I say it's better data for better research, because Black people can't be afraid to be a part of the process. Even if you don't participate, they need to understand like how we make decisions and who we are in our lived experience so that we can really change things about the system, change the availability of Black doctors, change the availability of doctors overall. So there's many, many, many reasons and issues for the Black community. These digital stories aren't just for the community itself, though. Now included also interfaces with industry. The goal is to bring real data to large healthcare companies so they can make informed decisions about medical research. On our product, they will have enough diverse data so that they are not copying and pasting. So some products like wearables provide something to you person megan to say i took five steps today or i need to stand up and walk a little bit even when developing the algorithms to determine whether or not you need to stand up and walk a little bit we need to have diverse data because i might need to walk more than megan or i might need to walk less than megan i might have an underlying health condition that my wearable is not telling me about So as we're hyper-focused right now on pharmaceuticals, I hope you also hear me when I say this front-end product working correctly could inform many different healthcare partners, even down to wearable companies, other health tech partners, because what they're missing is community. Today's episode explores the significant barriers Black patients face to getting care. But the now-included brand also brings a new, important focus to health tech, one that's about triggering systemic change through the power of community-driven data. Let's hear more. We have Tiffany Whitlow in the studio today. I'm going to let her give her own introduction. Thank you so much for having me, Megan. My name is Tiffany Whitlow, and I have the pleasure of serving as co-founder and chief development officer here at Acclinate. I lead our forward-facing brand, our now-included community. 
Thank you so much for joining us. Really excited to talk to you today. Just for the benefit of our listeners, Tiffany and I have actually worked together on the Now Included product. And so I'm really excited to talk to her today and help introduce it to the world. So Tiffany, the Now Included platform recently launched and the goal was to create a digital community dedicated to conversations about Black health. How are you feeling about this moment, this launch? I am so excited that the product is finally launched, and I'm even more excited as I read through some of the stories of Black individuals who have healthcare stories that have maybe not been told or have been overlooked for a really long time. I know I really enjoyed bringing these stories to life as well, and it's been super educational for me too. As I mentioned, we worked together directly through Innovate Map, so I already know a lot of this, but just so our listeners can understand a little bit more, where did the idea for Now Included come from, and why did we decide this was the moment to launch this product and form this community? Like many great products, they come from personal stories and personal experiences. And for me, I was given up for adoption because I'm biracial, so my biological mom actually kept her four Caucasian children. And growing up, that means I couldn't really make sound healthcare decisions. I would go to the doctor and put, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Well, it was really important as I was a mom at 19 years old and forced to make decisions for somebody other than myself that I could make sound healthcare decisions. My son was hospitalized for a week as an infant after he was diagnosed with asthma. And he was, of course, given albuterol, which is the most commonly prescribed drug for asthma, but is unfortunately less effective in 47% of African-Americans and 67% of Puerto Ricans. And so at that moment, I had to ask myself, what if I would have known to ask my doctor different questions? What if I would have had a community to share this story and this experience with? You know, How would that have impacted my decisions for my son? And how would I maybe have been able to impact decisions for other families? My co-founder, Del Smith, also has a personal story. And so you kind of merge those two together to say now is better than ever for people to be included in these conversations and to be included as healthcare and the medical industry overall looks at developing products and pharmaceutical drugs that need to be effective for everyone, the greater population, not just a subset. My next question was actually going to be talk about the name and where, where did it come from? What does it mean? What does it represent? And you kind of touched on that. Yeah. So the now is the urgency. In all transparency, you know, a lot of founders go through a lot of ideas early on. The original name was included. Now to protect included because it's a common word is really, really hard. We were able to protect now and include it together, all caps, but the included was really for us. Um, you know, FUBU back in the day was for us, by us. And, and in the Black community, what we know is we've been overlooked in a lot of different ways for so long that people want something that they built and that really kind of lends towards building generational wealth. In this case, I like to say you can't really build generational wealth without building generational health. And so imagine a place where you get to share these experiences and store them in such a way that they're passed down. So for people like me, maybe when I had a closed adoption, so I didn't get any medical background, I didn't get any health history, but someone could have passed that down to their children if they wanted to pass down their health history. There's not really much that you know about your grandma in the Black community because grandma took the pain and and kept it inside and didn't want to pass that burden on to someone else. 
If you look across our nation, we've experienced social and civil unrest like never before. You see companies moving and funding in different ways. So now is even better of a time than before when it was just going to be included for us to really launch this product and to make sure that it provides the experience for Black families that it's supposed to. You know, for a long time, people have felt like they needed a place. And what we could have never planned for is our company was here pre-social and civil unrest. So we were here pre-COVID-19. COVID-19 forced healthcare conversations in every single home in America in a way that has never been done before. So you turn on the news, you turn on any station, and there's a headline about a vaccine, about testing, about its availability to people. So now we are having conversations that we didn't have before. And so now included was going to be a lot of things, right? Because I'm I'm a visionary, so it could be a lot of things. And I'm really glad that we were able to collaborate with you guys and really hone in to make it a place for conversations because these conversations are happening in silos. They're happening in a hospital room. They're happening at a kitchen table. And imagine if they could happen in one centralized location. How powerful is that? It's beneficial to industry to understand these shared experiences that they couldn't pay to understand. And it's really beneficial for people to make sure that they are represented in the right way. I remember having those initial conversations because I, you did have so many ideas and such a big vision. I know you still do, and I'm excited to see where you take the product next. But I do remember having that conversation because I was thinking, okay, a great product solves problems for people. An even better product is kind of inspired by, you know, that that personal story that you talked about. And I know that's something that keeps coming up in this healthcare series as well. But the best types of products are the ones that kind of get lucky with a mix of not just solving a really important problem for a group of people and being, you know, led by a passionate founder, but also that pop up at the perfect time. And obviously COVID-19 wasn't lucky for anybody, but it did create this environment where it really, like you said, forced these conversations and and brought them to the forefront. Absolutely. So we mentioned, I know we've been talking a lot about Now Included, obviously, because that is the flagship product. You at the beginning have mentioned that you are the co-founder of Acclinate. So for the benefit of our listeners, what is the difference between Acclinate and Now Included? How do they work separately and how do they complement one another? So Acclinate is a trusted digital health company working to educate and engage minority groups, in this case, Black populations, so that they are able to make informed healthcare decisions. On the back end, we provide pharmaceutical companies with better data so that they can have better research. Now, we never actually physically turn someone over to industry because we are not a clinical trial recruitment company. And so the hardest part of Acclinate is to get industry to understand that their process is not currently inclusive. And so to my earlier point, COVID-19 did a great job at shining a light on the health disparities and the lack of minority participation in clinical research. Well, right now, industry says, hi, Megan, I have an opportunity for you. If you want in, come in. If you say no, you're done. And I'm going to go on and find the next person who's going to say yes. We're saying, stop doing that, invest in building community and invest in educating people. And even the people who always say no could one day be 
the best participant and now understand that a clinical trial should be an option. So I am the first one to say I am not a clinical trial advocate. (laughs) That sounds like, how are you not an advocate and this is your business? I am an advocate for clinical trials being a treatment option for everyone. There are many things that I can't change about this process. And the part that I feel like we could impact is building the now included community to focus on educating and engaging these people so that everyone is able to have a clinical trial as a treatment option if they wish to participate. So another way to think about that, I always say Acclinate is Nabisco (laughs) as um, now included is, is Oreo and we might have a Chips Ahoy and we might have a Nutter Butter one day. Yeah, I've always loved that analogy. (laughs) Okay, that's great. That makes a ton of sense. So I want to go back a little bit to a few other things you had mentioned. I know that Now Included is focused on Black health. And again, you might have a Chips Ahoy and you might have a Nutter Butter someday. So why start with Black health? Uh, Other than I know you have the personal experience to start there. What are some of the core challenges Black patients face when seeking out healthcare? There are so many challenges. It's, it's sad. Number one, there are not enough Black physicians. And in the Black community, we talk about trust. For us as a company, trust is number one. We will only be able to move at the speed of trust, period. And so as a Black person, I don't have enough Black physicians who understand my lived experience, who understand that I might have had to make a decision about eating at McDonald's over eating healthy food in a different way than maybe a more privileged person. I also have a problem because I might not have access to childcare. So I'm not even experiencing the same quality of care because I might be going to an emergency room after hours because that's what's most convenient for my schedule rather than being able to schedule a time to meet with a primary care physician. And we take like black people can handle pain differently. Me and my white mom joke about this. Like, it is what it is. My mom can be like, I have a headache. And I'm like, I've had a headache for three days. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> it just is. So, um, I mean, there, and there's a lot of research about this. So you go to the doctor and they're like, yeah, you're okay. You're not in pain. And it's just for decades, forever and ever and ever, we've had to carry the pain. Like, we, th- these people, like, our generationally, our ancestors were, you know, farming and and working and getting beaten. And it's just the way it is like in our DNA. So that is a major problem within itself. Then to say, I don't even understand some of the jargon that's in front of me. And when I go online and I look and I try to find someone with a similar story, there is nowhere. So pretty early on, we met with um, some of the investors in WebMD. They were very honest with us to say WebMD was founded with really white data. We didn't have black data. So that's why I say it's better data for better research, because Black people can't be afraid to be a part of the process. Even if you don't participate, they need to understand like how we make decisions and who we are in our lived experience so that we can really change things about the system, change the availability of Black doctors, change the availability of doctors overall. So there's many, many, many reasons and issues for the Black community. And we won't even touch on the fact that the drugs are not as effective. So even if I go to the doctor and I actually have the pharmaceuticals prescribed to me, that is not as likely to be as effective in minority groups across the board. To go back to that piece about the data that you mentioned, I remember when we were first talking, 
the statistics you gave were crazy, that it was something like only two, four percent of people total participate in these trials, even create the treatments and the drugs. And even a smaller percentage of that is black or otherwise non-white people. Absolutely. There are many, many examples, warfarin, many examples of commonly prescribed drugs that are less effective because on average, you see two to six. I mean, that number is kind of spanning, but it's less than 10 percent minority participation across the board in clinical research. So it's obviously not going to be creating the best options for that group. Absolutely not. I also love what you said about only being able to move at the speed of trust. And obviously building trust then was one of the many considerations that we took into account for launching Now Included. It's always a consideration when we build brands. Can you talk to us about Now Included's brand focus and the story that you're trying to tell and the way that you were intentional about building trust with brand? One of the ways that we are intentional about building trust with brand is to make sure that Black people are represented within the brand. So it's something that they want to be a part of. It's something that we want to wear. It's something that my favorite part about working with Innovate Map actually is our logo. I love our new brand. It represents who we are. Foundationally, there's so many symbolisms that I can pull out of the brand, even down to how heavy the N is and how heavy people feel with having to carry so much burden on their lives. And I feel like health has a lot to do with that and it impacts our health. So even the boldness of our letters to me has a lot of symbolism. I think the way that our brand flows across our product is important because in building a product, you're going to add features and you're going to listen to your audience and you're going to hone in and narrow in and do one particular thing, maybe more so when you start off doing 10 things or 25 if you're me. But even in a lot of the lettering and the flow, I feel like the people feel represented throughout this product. And it's really important for us to not, we say that we're unapologetically Black. However, it is also good for us to be very aware of industry standards, because if we want to be represented, there is a middle ground that that we have to, to be at. And this middle ground is we can't just be so black that we're over here in a silo making the situation worse. We have to be represented to industry and that has to look and feel a little bit different. And so industry needs to know that they are welcome, that this is a safe place, and that as long as they really care and they want to invest, that they can become a trusted partner. In the meantime, we will continue to invest in our people and to invest in the places that already have yielded trust within Black communities across the United States. We hyper-focus in on underrepresented communities or majority-minority communities. And I'm excited that people will come here and get to see these stories about misdiagnosis, about navigating the healthcare system overall, about how they've made decisions generationally. And hopefully industry understands that we have enough people here that they're forced to listen, because that's the other thing. We could build it in a silo and have a bunch of people, but if you don't have enough people, we're not actually moving the needle. So we need everyone's story. We need everyone. Everyone has a story. I have like 50 healthcare stories I could pull out, right? So whether it's good or bad or anywhere in between, we need that story. 
And that's kind of where that brand relationship between Acclinate and Now Included really comes in handy because Acclinate is then doing more of that interfacing with industry, which frees up Now Included as a product, as a community to be that interface for the people. I know we've talked a lot about industry. Uh, Our listeners may have kind of figured out context clues, who industry is, what industry is. And you just mentioned that you're kind of moving towards more partnerships with industry partners. So can you tell us a little bit more about who those players are, what your vision is for brand partnerships and, and what your goal is there? We are very fortunate to be one of the J-Labs companies in D.C. And so Johnson & Johnson has innovation labs across, actually internationally. And so we have a location there. We're right up the street from FDA. Industry partners at this point are people who believe in the mission. They are people who are very forward-facing about making systemic changes within their organization. They are pharmaceutical companies. They are sponsors. They are healthcare organizations. They are places like a Walmart, a Target, where we as consumers go and consume healthcare products. And of course, Johnson & Johnson, AstraZeneca, Abvi, all these companies are publicly saying that they want to see change and that they understand that diversity is important. What you see, Megan, after George Floyd and COVID-19 is the FDA moving beyond guidance where you can assume that the FDA will soon come out with a mandate to say, if you are making a drug for a particular group of people, those people must be represented in your studies. Which is crazy that that isn't already a thing. It is crazy. And I go through the cycles of like mad and angry about this whole situation to real realistic. And the reality of it is Black people were not at the table when decisions were being made across multiple industries. So we can't go in this room and say, shame on you, because we as Black people were viewed very differently many years ago when these original decisions were made. These lo- there are laws that have existed forever and ever and ever. That's how this is with these large healthcare organizations. They've been around forever. So I don't go in angry. We go in to inform and educate, but to force hands at making real changes. So don't just provide lip service. This to me is not about diversity. It is about inclusion. And I tell any leader, especially white leaders, that you think it's as easy as we're going to spend more money on community engagement and we're going to leave our process the same and we're going to expect a different outcome. Well, making that one change and still not seeing outcome is actually also insanity. The same as like making the same decision over and over and over again. So they have to make changes in the way they hire in the way they contract, in the way that they require their normal contractors to work and to think and to move in the community. And they have to demand progress because just a few years ago, we went from paper charts to digital charts. And so there's a lot of people and companies that are still behind. So Megan, they weren't even asking for race a few years ago. Some of them weren't asking for race two years ago. And that's, crazy to you and I, because we're in here talking about it right now, but most people don't even know that. So it's like, if you can first know that, 
then you might understand why some of the other things are happening. The perfect industry partner is the person that believes in what I'm saying right now. The perfect industry partner is the person that also has funds allocated to make these changes within the organization. That's great. And I know you mentioned Johnson & Johnson. Are there any other partners you're actively working with right now? The Gathering Spot in Atlanta. I love Ryan. I love what he's built. He has also been unapologetically Black and focused. Ryan, you know, like many entrepreneurs, has gone through the no one believed in him phase for a really long time. And because he stayed narrow and focused, he's super successful. His dad is successful. He doesn't even know I idolize his dad like people idolize Beyonce. (laughs) I just love that his dad built generational wealth, built his kids up. Like that is, that's the mom dream. Any pharmaceutical, Walmart, Target, all of those are ideal partners. Dell and I don't shy away from admitting that, you know, we, we are not in this for 50 years to be spinning in circles. We understand that there are experts at developing drugs and there are experts at developing community. We are open to any of those partnerships, um, marketing communications companies, uh, people like Cox Enterprises are also great partners for us as we look to scale and make sure that the new video launches and people really understand what we're doing because it's phenomenal. I'm so excited for that one. <laughs> I know. I'm, like, I'm sure we can call some ad counselors. Someone. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Okay, well, we this has been a really great conversation. I want to zoom out just a little bit and talk about Now Included and why we had you on today as part of this health tech series. In this series, we've talked a lot about how there are kind of almost two needs with every healthcare product. There's the industry side and there's the people side. And a lot of these other products we have seen and have been talking about actually have a physical product in addition to some sort of software. Now Included is, is different. Now Included is actually more of a community. It's more of a platform as its digital product. It doesn't have a physical component, which is not necessarily what you'd imagine in something healthcare, like a, a blood pressure tracker or something like that. How are you establishing a community? And how do you think this community is going to, supported by software, make waves in healthcare tech? I think you have to understand how industry thinks about this right now. For us, industry partners, pharmaceutical partners, sponsors, CROs, people actually developing the drug, wherever they are in that process, rely on products to provide them data. And our product is going to provide them data and they will be able to do better research, even down to the way that they think and buy products now is typically a copy and paste because it is easy. And these companies spend billions of dollars developing this thing that may or may not be approved. On our product, they will have enough diverse data so that they are not copying and pasting. So some products like wearables provide something to you person, Megan, to say, I took five steps today, or I need to stand up and walk a little bit. Even when developing the algorithms to determine whether or not you need to stand up and walk a little bit, we need to have diverse data because I might need to walk more than Megan, or I might need to walk less than Megan. 
I might have an underlying health condition that my wearable is not telling me about. So as we're hyper-focused right now on pharmaceuticals, I hope you also hear me when I say this front-end product working correctly could inform many different healthcare partners, even down to wearable companies, other health tech partners, because what they're missing is community. So we all say, we're going to go out here, we're going to do product market fit, but we're going to research this group of people. And I'm going to hone in and I'm going to sell something to moms. Moms is my audience. Okay. Then somebody comes in and they say, working moms. Then someone comes in and they say, working moms who have a husband. Okay. Now, because you don't know enough about this person, there's all kinds of things happening in the background that are informing how this person's really making decisions. And there's no wearable that's tracking what I'm talking about right now, because you didn't know that me and my husband have been arguing for four weeks and we're about to be, to get divorced. And I don't care what my wearable's telling me. All I care about is like this pressure that my personal life has wearing on me right now. That's how we as consumers really, truly make decisions. When your baby's in the backseat crying, you at some point are not going to care anymore. You're going to give in. You're going to go through the drive-thru. You're going to get those French fries. So like you have to understand everyday pressure of the person to understand how they're making decisions, period. So I think our front-end product is just so different because it wasn't just built to be a movement community advocacy group of people trying to inform Black families. It was really built with the intention of if we do this right, support you right, incentivize these people, make sure that they understand they're a part of the progress and by them participating, we can inform industry with better data. I think that's what makes our product so unique. And people forget to think like that when they think health tech. Like we're measuring numbers and blood pressure rates, not really even understanding the person. Yeah, that's such great insight because most health tech that you see today, it's all quantitative data, whereas the data that you're pulling now with your product is that qualitative data. It's giving more context and it's also diversifying the sources as well. Are there any companies that have already shown some that they're making strides that have actively invested in what you're doing now? We were fortunate to be one of Google's black founders. And that means that we received $100,000 non-dilutive funding. Google is, you think tech and you think anything and you think Google. So as a small business, as an entrepreneur, one immediate North Star is to have Google invest in your company and to have Google understand that you are trying to build something that only Google will be able to help you build. And so we're actually moving over to the Google Cloud platform off of Salesforce. And we are very excited to build and scale the tech on the back end that supports our community front end. Like I mentioned earlier, we have to have the diversity in order to develop these AI models that we're using for all these various things that is critical to our product being sustainable long term. So... We're excited about Google. We are excited, obviously, also to be a part of Microsoft's program. We were a part of Techstars. In building products, it is so critical that you surround yourself by really smart people who have also built products. And a few of those unicorns happen to be in the mix. So that's exciting for sure. Now that the platform is live, 
what is Aquanate's vision and overall hope for the community? Where do you want to see Now Included go from here? There are so many features that I would love to add to the community. My co-founder would tell me it's going to take funding. (laughs) I believe with the features, we will be able to make generational changes and help people really think about making healthcare decisions proactively instead of reactively in such a way that industry changes. If you have more Black families being proactive, you have more Black families going to the doctor, you have more people actually getting vaccinated, you have more people thinking about the injury before the injury comes, then industry benefits. That's more dollars being spent, more insurance claims. So that is an immediate benefit to industry. In a dream world, Megan, this becomes a BET slash WebMD for Black health. We don't have somewhere where we can go find, you know, pictures of people who've also experienced the same rash and and have the same lived experiences. And I think by doing that, we will have changed lives. And ultimately, as as an entrepreneur, that's the North Star for me. I want to know that I positively impacted someone's life in such a way that they were able to positively impact someone else's life. That could be generationally in one family, or that could be you telling your friend X. That is my North Star. If we are successful, when we are successful, (laughs) industry will have been forced to move differently, contract differently, and be more inclusive in the entire process instead of them also being reactionary where they are saying, include me here, when it's convenient for them. Thanks for joining us. And if you haven't yet, be sure to join the Better Product community. We've got all sorts of content and resources for you. And if you want more audio, don't forget The Business of Product is our latest show to join the Better Product Network. And you can find that and more at betterproduct.community.